I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD you are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. This is Mint Light Morning Shot, and I am Shohini Sen. Good morning. Here's a roundup of the news you can use before you start your day. Parisians took to the streets to protest against the French government's decision to reintroduce a lockdown amid a growing number of coronavirus cases in Europe. On Friday, hundreds of youngsters walked through traffic and asked passers-by to join them in standing up against what they believe to be an unfair rule. Many left the city, clogging roads and leading to several hundred kilometers of traffic. The scene was similar to March, when nearly a fifth of the population moved to their second homes in the countryside and spread the virus in newer regions. India's diesel consumption in October rose 6.6% from a year earlier, the first such increase since COVID-19 restrictions were imposed in late March, Reuters reports. The increase signals a pickup in industrial activity. Diesel sales by the three state fuel retailers totaled 6.17 million tonnes in October. Provisional data from Indian oil shows. Sales of diesel, which account for about two-fifths of India's fuel demand, rose 27.5% from September. During the pandemic, refiners had to cut crude oil processing as demand dried up. Petrol sales in October also rose above pre-pandemic levels. It's about 4% higher than a year earlier and about 8.6% higher than September. Sales of cooking gas and jet fuel also rose in October. Meanwhile, global crude prices recorded their largest drop since March last week as countries renewed lockdown measures to contain a second wave of the virus. At least four people died in the Philippines when Super Typhoon Goni hit the main island of Luzon early on Sunday morning. It made a second landfall in the Bicol region and is now moving towards the South China Sea. It was the world's strongest storm this year with sustained winds of 215 km per hour and gusts of 290 kilometers an hour. More than 3.4 lakh people were evacuated before it made landfall, but it is likely to affect up to 31 million people. Goni follows Typhoon Malawi, which hit the Philippines last month, killing 22 people. In Turkey, meanwhile, rescue operations continued in Izmir, days after a powerful earthquake killed at least 39 people and injured 800. Search teams have managed to rescue more than 100 people from the rubble of collapsed buildings. The magnitude of the earthquake was 6.6, but the impact was felt powerfully at ground level around the epicenter. India's FMCG market is expected to get a push in the coming years, driven by rural demand. 
Internet adoption has risen in the last five years, but online retail penetration in India is just 3.4% compared to 25% in China and 20% in the UK. The low penetration rate indicates growth potential and COVID-19 has caused an inflection point in e-commerce penetration globally, driven by consumers' need for safety and convenience and is gaining salience in India. A recent Ernst & Young survey found that most customers expected to spend more in all categories after the crisis ends. COVID-19 was a reminder of the fragility in ways of doing business, but will be a game-changer for companies that will focus on evolving business models, it said. Delhi's air quality level continued to be in the very poor category on Sunday as the overall air quality index or AQI was recorded at 384. According to the System of Air Quality and Weather Forecasting and Research, SAFAR, PM10 pollutants in Delhi were recorded at 371 and PM2.5 pollutants were recorded at 229 on Sunday morning, both of which come under the very poor category. However, there is a silver lining as Safa has predicted both numbers to fall in the coming week, possibly to reach the poor category. Meanwhile, a report by the UN Environment Programme revealed last week that millions of used motor vehicles exported from the US, Europe and Japan to developing countries are of poor quality. These vehicles contribute to the rising air pollution in these countries. Globally, transport is responsible for a quarter of energy-related greenhouse gas emissions. Over 600 cats and dogs were airlifted from overcrowded shelters in Hawaii to the US mainland on a chartered Hercules C-130 plane. Called Paws Across the Pacific, the flight made sure that at-risk pets would have a chance at receiving necessary care to ensure their survival. The airlift was done in coordination with the Hawaii Veterinary Medical Association to ensure they all arrived safely. Upon landing at Seattle's Boeing Field, they were received by volunteers from pet shelters and rescue groups from various states. In India, meanwhile, the National Disaster Response Force, or NDRF, has enrolled and trained four stray dogs in its battalion. The training of the four strays is not a usual practice as most forces such as police, defense and rescue teams prefer breeds that are naturally obedient and easier to train. But strays are already acclimatized to Indian situations and have more stamina. You are listening to Mint Light Morning Shot with Shohini Sen. You can reach out to me on Twitter at Shohini Sen or on Facebook and Instagram at HD Smartcast. And to listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.htsmartcast.com. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.